Hi, I'm Robin Birkin and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast, a place for women struggling to conceive to find emotional support, conception advice and real talk. To me, being a warrior means true glory is in rising every time we fall, having the courage to be afraid and being ready for whatever challenges cross our path. So welcome, warrior. You're on your way. I promise to support and guide you on every single episode. Let's begin. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Fertility Warriors. We seem to have done a lot of episodes recently on the topic of loss. So we've had Dr. Melinda Lee jump on the podcast and talk to us about recurrent loss. We had Molly Nichols jump in and talk to us about, you know, surviving loss and things like that. And today I wanted to talk about six ways to honor your miscarried baby. And they're probably, some of them are also going to be quite relevant for other losses as well. So if you have experienced a loss that was a bit further on, then this is probably going to be relevant and helpful to you as well. I want to let you know first off that I'm always here for you guys and that my heart breaks for you if you are listening to today's episode because it is super relevant. And if you are in the space of having experienced a loss, then I am so, so sorry for you for your loss. I am sending you so much love and I want you to let you know that you know, some of the suggestions that I'm going to give might be relevant to you. They might not be relevant or like, or they might call to you or they might not call to you. And that's okay because, you know, we've talked about miscarriage before on like an episode with me and how you wish to cope with your loss is completely up to you. Don't let anyone ever give you a timeline or a deadline or tell you what you should or shouldn't be doing, okay? We all process things in different ways. We form different types of connections. There are things that might be too painful for others where they might feel really necessary for other people. So you do you, okay? And I want you to have unwavering confidence in that decision, that the path that you are choosing, the way that you are feeling, the way that you are processing and dealing with your grief and your emotions is completely valid and completely normal and I want you to have the strength as well that if you are not feel like you're not coping or you just feel like you need some help to navigate this journey that you reach out right and get help from someone there is you know getting help is like the new sign of strength and in this space in my life now where I've learned enough lessons that I like getting help is like my go-to right? Mm, This doesn't feel great or this feels overwhelming. Okay, what do I need in my life? Do I need a cleaner? Do I need a life coach? Do I need to take things off my plate? I'm constantly like, okay, what do I need in this moment? And this is what I'm going to do. So if you are feeling like you are stuck in the suck of this, like if it's just feeling really hard and like you need someone to share that burden with or you need someone to walk alongside you or you need some guidance about how to process this and move on to the next steps then you know come and reach out to me and I'm happy to give you some names or you know some words of love even just but come and reach out to me because you do not need to do this alone you don't need to walk this path alone so we're going to talk today about six ways to honor your baby 
that you may have lost. And like I said, everybody deals with this differently and some people, everyone forms different connections and things like that. So let us start. So the number one thing that, or not the number one thing, but number one on the list is to name your baby, okay? So sometimes when we name our baby, it can give some meaning and some significance to their lives, right? Sometimes people will judge you and give you, you know, things, but there are lots of people who will name their babies, right? It gives you some way to refer to your baby, okay? And it doesn't matter how far along you are or were, it can help you recognize who they were and honor them as one of our own, right? It can honor you as a part of your family, okay? And like I said, regardless of whether they experienced life earthside or not, they were yours and they were loved, okay? So by naming them, even if it's just a name that you and your partner share together, then that can just help you to give their life some meaning, right? Number two is to plant a tree in their honor. So here's the thing that I want you to know about grief. Grief comes in waves, okay? So when you first experience a loss, it is going to feel like those waves are like crashing, like big, huge, turbulent crashes against the shoreline constantly. It can feel like you are being completely battered, right? And it can feel like those waves are just battering the shore constantly. It can feel like those waves are just constantly hitting the shore, right? And crashing down. And you can be like, fuck, like, how do I get out of this? But here's what I want you to know. The waves get further apart. Okay. Sometimes the waves become less intense. There are still going to be times when you are going to get totally bogged down by waves when you least expect it. There might be times when you will be in the supermarket and something will remind you of someone and all of a sudden it'll set you off. That's totally normal if that happens to you. Okay, but that's the way that grief works. It comes in waves. You might feel like, oh my God, like I'm going for such a long time. I'm going okay. This is fine. And then the waves come crumbling down and you might need to get some fresh air, right? But sometimes there might be times when you're like, I just need to be with this you know, I just need to honor my timeline. I need to see something growing. I need to see something physical that I can be with and feel like I'm in this space or place that I can honor this life. And growing a tree might be a way that you can, you know, physically go somewhere. So just like sometimes maybe there's a bench or something that you might have. Maybe there is a certain something that else that you put in your garden, but somewhere that you can go to right? And just be when it just feels all consuming or when it feels like you need to take some time out or where you can just go regularly to spend time in that space. The next one is to get a crystal. So the crystal that I used when I had a miscarriage was a rose quartz. And I got a crystal and I like, I kind of use this technique a lot in my life. A crystal can sit in my bra and be with me for the whole day. It can sit in my pocket and be with me for the whole day, but no one necessarily knows that it's there. So it can be really discreet. It can be with me for as long as I need it. It can be with me while I sleep. And whenever I feel like I want to remember or send love, 
their way and wet like I use this for all sorts of different things. Whenever I feel like I might need to almost like clutch onto it for strength, whatever that meaning is for you, a crystal is a really nice and beautiful way that you can almost like have that energy with you all the time whenever you want and that you don't always need to have everyone know about your business, right? So let's say you go to work and you just are having a moment and you just need to have a moment alone. You can go to the bathrooms and just sit and clutch onto that. Number four, oh, I feel like I've actually written seven. Number four is to conduct a full moon ritual. So full moon rituals are typically for letting go. Um, You can have a look on my podcast on how to do a full moon ritual. Typically a new moon is for bringing in new energy. You can vary this however you want. Seriously, I don't believe there's any uh, like 100% wrong or right way to do full moon rituals. Um, And you might be like, hang on, hang on, Robin. I'm not ready to let go of my baby. I don't want to let go of my baby. And I completely hear you. So I'm not saying like, do a full moon ritual and let go of your baby. 100% that's not what I'm saying. However, you might want to let go of some grief. You might want to let go of the feeling that you'll never experience joy again. You might want to, you know, be able to sit there and say like, you know, I really love you and you are really special to me. But I also still want to try again and almost like maybe you'll write a letter to your baby and let them know that they are loved and that you hope that they'll look after your new baby but what kind of feelings you know can you let go of are you holding on to your loss so tightly that you feel guilty that you can't experience happiness again or you maybe you feel like you have a lot of guilt that you can't let go of loss is never your fault right? So you need to know that. But are you filled with this toxic guilt that has no basis in fact that you need to let go of? Are you constantly ruminating about what you could have done differently, even though there's a big giant probability that there is nothing you could have done differently and that this was going to play out the way it was going to play out? What are you holding on to that maybe you can let go? I feel like in saying at this point, there's probably going to be a lot of warriors, maybe in tears. Maybe you need to let go of trying to hold in all of those emotions and just let them run free for a little bit. Okay. You can write a letter in the full moon or you can wait until the new moon, but you can invite in some grace for yourself. You can invite in forgiveness. You can invite in abundant love. You can let your baby know that loving another future baby does not diminish your love for them in any way, right? You can invite in a beautiful spirit and the strength and happiness you can invite in your baby to walk beside you and help you you know find your new spirit baby and like i said there are so many different paths that people can walk through these experiences you can have different emotions at exactly the same time right you can feel really grateful for everything that you have in your life but also feel really sad for everything that has happened right? It's completely possible to feel different emotions at the same time. 
It's possible to experience grief and sadness at the same time as hope and happiness. It's possible to love your baby with all of your heart, but still feel some hope about conceiving again. So just allowing those things, letting go of all of the stories that you're telling yourself of how things should be or letting go of all of the things that you've been blaming yourself for, letting all of that go and allowing yourself to feel a bit of happiness again. So the next one is to write them a letter. Okay, so you might do this during the full moon or you might just do this now. I'm sure that there's lots of things that you want to say to your baby. I'm sure that there's also lots of emotions that you might not feel like you can express in language. And sometimes when we are caught up in our limbic system, the emotional center of our brain, we have another area on our brain in our uh, like prefrontal cortex called the Broca's area, and that shuts down. And that's the area that is responsible for speech. Or it might not shut down, but it might not work really well. And that's why sometimes like... You know how you think of the best comebacks the next day, right? Or you know how you walk out of your fertility clinic and you're like, oh my God, now I think of all the questions I need to ask. That's often because, you know, we get stuck in this limbic system of our brain. So when we're stuck in the emotional center of our brain, that rational thinking area just shuts down, right? So it's called an amygdala hijack. Sometimes when you are in this deep grief, no matter how hard you try, the thoughts and the feelings like they just won't come out right? And so it's hard to formulate that into words. Maybe you feel like you don't have anyone around you who you can openly and honestly download to. And it might just be easy to really get those thoughts and feelings out on paper, right? It's a lot easier sometimes to formulate those on paper. Maybe you will write them a letter. Maybe you'll keep that letter really safe. Maybe You know, you'll look at that letter every time you feel like you want to connect with your baby, but you'll write them a letter and let them know how loved they are. Maybe let them know how you're feeling inside. The last thing that you might do is something special every year. So you might have an anniversary and like it could be just leaving a light on in the porch overnight. It could be lighting a candle on that day or buying a new candle and lighting a candle could be going out for a nice dinner but there can be really something that's lovely and honoring about a yearly tradition right you don't have to make it known with anyone you can keep it to yourself but I you know as I said our love is completely endless and this can be a lovely way to sort of show the universe that you love and care and remember and honor your baby so that are some of the ways that I feel like you can honor your baby. If you have experienced a loss, know that I am sending you so much love. I hope you can find some peace. And again, like I want you to know that however you feel is valid and okay, please don't let anyone out there dictate to you how you should feel, what the timeline is, what grief should look like to you because it's different for every person. Please reach out to me on Instagram if you need some love or if you want some suggestions about, you know, how you can receive some further help. Again, sending you love. Bye, guys. Okay, Warrior, I need to ask you a huge favor. Did you know that the Fertility Warriors podcast comes out every Wednesday? So why not subscribe so that you get notified of future episodes? But also, if you liked this episode, 
And especially if you're a long-term listener, you would make my day if you would jump into your podcast player and leave me a written review. Seriously, I live for these. But more importantly, they tell the podcast gods that this podcast is helpful so that they can send it out to more people and you can help me help others in the process. I would be ever so grateful for a podcast review. But lastly, Warrior, I need to also let you know, I am not a doctor or a dietitian or a financial advisor. I'm me. And the information in this podcast is for information and inspirational purposes only based on my own experiences. So please don't substitute the information you hear on the Fertility Warriors podcast for professional advice. And know that girl in the world of trying to conceive, there are no guaranteed pregnancy or other outcomes. Please check out my website, robinberkin.com, if you would like to read my full terms and conditions.